We can weigh up the hefts of a mitzvah connected to the schar that one gets for doing the mitzvah and the schar that one gets now from the very connected to the long-term hefts that the very is going to cause them. So we see three things in this chazal. Firstly, in order to make this calculation, you need to be a moshul b'yitzra. If a person is not a moshul b'yitzra, he can't make this cheshman. And that's what's dafka the moshni. Okay, you have a moshul b'yitzra. And only a person who is a moshul can can make this kind of cheshman of what's more good at. That's the first point we see. The second point we see, this is called cheshman shel oilam. What do those words mean? Why do we want to say that? Boyo cheshman could have been cheshman and nefesh. What's the cheshpoin of the The cheshpoin of the world. That's the second point we see. And it works both ways. The cheshpoin shalom means weighing up the hefset of a mitzvah connected with schar, and the schar and the verb connected with substantial hefset. So what if I want to say this chazal? With this manner. So the Mishnah explains a little bit. He says, This real advice of being mechashiv, Only a person who's freed himself from being tachas the, the rulership, the, so to speak, the domination, of his Yetzer, and now he's controlling the Yetzer, can understand the value of the Cheshman. Kimisha Adain Chobosh Mimaisa Yitzray, a person is still captured by the bound, bound by his Yetzer, and end of Rosa Emesazes. He's not aware or able to see that, he doesn't recognize, oh, show him. Again, the Mishnah says that a person is still trapped within the bands of his own Yetzer. His eyes can't see this Emes or any Yochal Akira. He doesn't recognize it. Yetzer blinds his eyes. He's like a person who's walking in the darkness when there's obstacles. The Yibashit can't see them. And here's where the Ramchal digresses to famous marshal of the person who's walking in the dark and he talks about the danger of walking in the darkness because either a person can't see where he's going or he mistakes what he sees. That will see separately. But the first point, before, before we go to the marshal of the, of the Choshech, the first point is, why is it that a person who isn't yet emotional be Yitzray 
can't make this chashmul nefesh. The chayyot mitzvah until now. This is a very basic point. Think of what to do. Is what to do good. Is what to do not good. And now we say no. You can't. Not everybody is able to think of what they do. Only a person who's emotional beyitzray is able to think like this. Only a person who's emotional is able to think like this. So we're going in the circle. How does a person become emotional beyitzray if he isn't uh, able to make a cheshbon of what he's doing right and wrong? And this is what I'm trying to explain. And he says the reason why you need to be emotional beyitzray first is because for the person who isn't yet emotional beyitzray, a person who's still under the so to speak, under the grip of his Yetzirah, so he's partially unable to make this Cheshman. It's like he's blind. It's like he's blind. What part of the Cheshman can't he make? What's missing? Yes, the Yetzirah wants him to do something wrong. Okay, but if you think about it, you're right. I might eat the non-kosher food, I might enjoy it tremendously, I might be full afterwards. But I know it's in Avera, and I'm going to suffer for one day. What part of that doesn't the Yetzirah understand? And send it the other way around. Send it the other way around. And that is, we're talking about uh, this the mitzvah, the negative seder. The, the answer says, no, you might have stock, you have money for yourself, you'll be poor, you'll be able to invest it, whatever the case might be. So he knows, you're right, I'm getting a source. So the ability to see both sides is there. And like we said before, that's the whole, the, the whole point of the heroes, is to be aware of what a person is doing. Why does a person need to be emotional beauty for that? Why is this not the emotional condition for that? So there's the two questions we ask answer each other. Again, number one, why does a, can a person only make a cheshpan if he's emotional beauty, sorry? And number two, why do Chazal call it cheshpoinay shel oilam? It's not just oilam, it's cheshpoinay shel What's the idea of cheshpoinay shel oilam? And the answer is like this. A cheshpan means a balance. It's a calculation. And that's the case, a person has to weigh up what's more worthwhile. What's worth more worthwhile? Is what's wor- more worthwhile the benefit I get now from doing that vera, or the schar I will get from avoiding that vera? Now, so it's not a question of what is the person doing. Now we're talking about a different stage. And that is being able to, a person knows what they're doing, but to be able to come to a fair reckoning of what's more could die for me. And this is something which is totally in a person's dice. It always been the Rambam, that the dice is called the Mishka. If a person is to weigh up two things, and give each one a certain weight, a certain value, a certain strength, so the scales of a person's mind are his dice. The scales of a person's mind is his dice, and that's a person is to weigh the, the relative specific worth or value or mind of each each option. Now, within that, we need one starting point for it to work. And that is, that a person can see both sides objectively. So I can see, this is, a, this is the value of the one side, this is the risk involved. This is the minor, this is the chasar, this is the pro, this is the con. But if a person can't do that, he's so much into what he wants to see, that there's absolutely nothing possibly wrong with it. It's perfect. In every possible sense. And I can't think of a single chesar. So it's not a shy that, 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 well, why did you weigh it up? He didn't never got to weigh it up. He never saw accurately the two sides to the story. The dogma. If a Bach would come and tell me that a shidduch, and he'd say, yes, I think the girl I met, she's absolutely perfect in every single way. 
Shlemus, Mamish. So I say that no one in this world is that shalim, right? Everyone has things, to, especially someone still younger, still has things to work on. Yeah, you're right, Ray, but this is an exception. She's perfect. So you know, someone's talking like that. They're not talking about the past. I don't have a problem with it. It's not very good. Yeah, it's not that. It's not about that. So again, like I said, I don't have a problem with that necessarily. Might be good a person starting off with that kind of uh, illusion, but it's, it's not das. It's because it's not accurate. Das is when a person isn't infatuated. A person isn't blinded. A person can see the matters and the concern. There's no way up to what. Now I'm not saying again. I'm not saying isn't a mockum for that. But uh, let's say it's something which overtakes the person's das, and therefore, as Mr. Sharma says, in order to come to a cheshbon, a person can't be tachas shilton yitzray. Because when a person is led by his Yetzirah, then he's not going to see both options accurately. For example, exactly what he talks about. The Cheshman of Shachar Mitzvah Negev HaTzayda. The concept of that, there's a, that on the one hand, uh, it's, it's, I want to do something wrong. On the other hand, you know, I'm not going to be punished for it. So what relative value does a person give to each of those two options? In other words, how good is what I'm going to gain from this? And how much am I scared of the punishment? Now, if a person's Yates is at work, and therefore he thinks, you know, I don't care what the punishment is, but it just looks so good, it's going to be better than anything that could possibly happen to me afterwards, then it's not a cheshman. It's not a cheshman. A person's deciding based on the fact that there's a very strong taiva he's facing, and because of the very strong taiva, it blinds him to understand the consequence of what he does wrong. That's not called cheshman. So the other way around. If a person is in bed, and he thinks, hey, I should get up, I should learn, I should dive in, then, oh, I'm just tired, I'm cold, I'm not sure to stay here. It's a, I think a second. So you know the tremendous reward, which is uh, for the person who learns Torah, it's come running by later for the person who gets up before Shmoyer Shashachar, like the first half of the Shachalar, of Shehu Moyer Shashachar, fantastic. And for that, you're going to get up for another hour of sleep? Now, who are you asking? The person who's just enjoying sleep too much, yeah, I don't have a great, nothing compares to sleep. That's not a real cheshpah. That's not a real cheshpah. The real cheshpah is, you have to give things their accurate value. Not a, a value which is tainted, or tinted, so to speak, by the lens I'm looking through it. Tainted by my Yitzhahara. And therefore, Chazal means exactly what Chazal say. Only a Moshe be Yitzhah is somebody who is able to make a cheshpah. And you're not saying someone who doesn't have a Yetzer, but someone who's Moshal B'Yetzer. Because when he's not Moshal B'Yetzer, the Yetzer is Moshal on him. And if that's the case, he's blinded. Because that's all I can see. It's just like the person who sees, like I said, a man who meets many things, she has no concern, she's perfect. He's blinded. He's blinded. That's not the, that's not the reality. Same thing, a person who's blinded by his Yetzer, ah, that very is perfect. Nothing, no, 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 no English in the world could probably, probably equal the high norm when it gets from doing something wrong. That's not accurate. That's not accurate. But it's a person who isn't able to see the emiss. A person who isn't able to make the cheshpan, right? And now to finish this, this idea with the last point you said before, that's why it's called cheshpan nishilayla. Let me give you an example just to explain. This is the words, but I'm using it as I always and I'll explain exactly what you want. There's a mechalikas in the Gemara, and in service and other places also. If we have to work out, you know, the halacha is, let's say, if you mazik somebody, you have to pay idis. Which means if you have different value fields, you have to pay your best fields. 
And if you observe this issue, you pray from Ziburis, which means a person has different kinds of fields, he prays from the worst one. There's a machlekes in Tintanayim and the Gemara, and all those streams after this, in Bishalayim Shamim or Bishalayim Shamim. Which means, when we talk about the best field, the worst field, we're talking about relative to you. Your best field, your worst field. And therefore, if I'm a person who only deals in high quality property, so my worst field might be very good property, but for me it's my worst. That's Bishalayim Shamim. The, the rating system, the, the relative values is based on what I have, or Bishalayim Shamim. Bishalayim Shamim means there's an objective value in fields. The fields which are considered good in the world, the fields which are considered bad in the world, and therefore you have to give someone a field which is considered a bad field by a server, or if you're talking about a Nezak, you have to give him a good field. Not what your best field is. If this person all he has is bad quality field, it's not good enough. Idis means Bishalayim. What the world considers Idis. It's the other way around. Ziburis means what the world considers Ziburis. So there's, there's a, let's say, an objective scale of value. It's not up to me and it's not what I have. It's an objective scale of value. That's called Bishel Oilam. It's not your personal preferences, your personal, uh, the way you rank it. It's what's considered, how the world ranks it, what the world, what the world considers. Now, I'm saying the same idea here. That's what Cheshbon Shel Oilam means. The Cheshbon Shel Oilam means the Cheshbon which is universally true. What's, what, what's the mile of the Avera and what's the punishment for the Avera? What's the half of the Mitzvah and what's the Schar of the Mitzvah? And the reason for that is, is because when a person is going to think, yeah, it's true, for most people it's not that to do that Avera because the owners are so bad. But for me, ah, nothing can compare to this time. That's the, one second, that's the side of when the Yetz takes over a person, then it's his Cheshman. It's his Cheshman. He's making the thing, for me it's good that I to do the wrong thing. Now I can take revenge and I can get that guy back. Ah, Mosak Midvash. That's what Mosak Midvash is going to say. Right? Oh, you're going to get punished for being like Tikkun? For me it's Kedai. And for the other person, you also say it's Kedai. No, for the other person it's a different Kashman. That's not Kashman and Shalayim. Kashman and Shalayim is working with the universal right and universal wrong. The Kashman is always right. Now in order to make that Kashman, in order to make that Kashman, a person has to be a martial user. As long as the person is not a martial right, he can't weigh the two sides objectively. And if that's the case, he's not going to make a right Kashman. It's true. We said ourselves last time. We said this last time. If the answer is only there, Bishas Mesa. And if a person looks back and it's a mashmash from myself, not when the temptation is there, now the answer is not there to be a factor anymore. That's true. But now that the good is, if a person is looking just to check, did I do something right or wrong? So then, when right now there isn't yet there, then it's easy to see that. But if a person now is going to look back and, and say, well, if I, let's say it wasn't something he did without thinking, right? or he's now and has enough clarity to what his desire was wrong, then he can match it for myself. But something that at the time a person, even in hindsight, is going to say that, yes, that was, that was a kedai for me to do. It might not have been the right thing to do, but in the circumstances, whatever there is was, I gained from it, was glad for me to do it. So then, even if right now he isn't tempted to do it, but his impression of what he did is it wasn't something wrong. Yes, I know, like when I yes, it's the same idea. It's a marshal of persons, Nobody's going to suffer for it, but okay, let's look at that. There is such a musak. There is such a Muslim. If a person thinks that it's true, it was wrong, you know, it was worthwhile. He's saying he knows it was wrong, but it was worthwhile? Or, right. he's, not, or, he's, or he's saying it wasn't no, wrong? No, no he knows it's not very But he has to make the question of, 
have said a very negative chara. Now to make that cheshbon right, to make the cheshbon right, a person has to see it objectively. It's not really a cheshbon, it's more, you know the, the bear is worse than anything here, and that anything you could gain here, and you know the mitzvah is always better than anything you gain here. It's just, like he's saying, like at the time, it's not really a cheshbon, it's just, you know the cheshbon. You just... You know, you have a month. In other words, you know that, yes, it's the only is worse. But now that kind of therefore, when a person sees the very real gain he's going to have by doing something wrong, that's going to be a thing that said, no, I shouldn't do that. If that's the case, he's a Moshal Beitzer. Again, we're not saying a person doesn't have a Yitzra. He's a Moshal Beitzer. A person who's not a Moshal Beitzer says, yes, he knows that there's an ancient Shemai. But the opportunity now to take revenge, the opportunity now to get something he's not meant to get, the opportunity now to be dishonest and save a lot of money uh, is very strong. And if that's the case, you might think it's, yeah, it's sad, sad, and worry about that. I don't know about that. Now I have a big, a big chance to gain something from it. You know, it's more good item. But most times, it's not like really a. It's not like, let me just see the hefs that I'm going to do. Most of the times, you either feel like. You feel like either doing it. Oh, but I know it's a hefs. Which hefs? Uh, and Shemai? Or whatever it's going to be? They know the hefs is going to be worse than Shemai. Shemai, then, yeah. They don't feel it. They don't feel it now. I don't know. Oh. Number of ways, but basically said tonight, a way to sense as long as it's real or it's just a, a middle based is what would you, what, what advice would you give somebody else? Yes. Make the question someone else's question. What would, you, what, what would advice would you give the other person? That's the Cheshbon you should learn. It's the universal Cheshbon, it's not my Cheshbon. You're going to say, for me, I would say do this, but for him, I would say do that. So then there's, a, there's, a, there's something wrong with my Cheshbon. Okay. How do we define And he goes to Chastan and he sees a whole array of fancy king texts. So, <laughs> but if the person happens to be diabetic and he knows that too much sugar is going to drop dead, he's not going to eat. So it's your Shemaim. That's your but that brings a sense of dust back. Which means, yeah, but it's here. But the Lukuda is, a person like that isn't going to think, alright, it's okay, you know what I mean, it's just a Chastan as only one soul. No, the universal Chastan is that. It's a dangerous thing to do if this is a situation you're in. So if a person sees it clearly, then yes, it'll make a cheshmer one way. If a person doesn't see it clearly, or as he has a portion of him, eat, eat, it's a cheshmer, it's good, don't worry about it. Whatever it is, then it's, it's me, easier for me to justify what I'm doing wrong. I mean, cashmere is a very good example. It's not my example, it's a person's example. You go somewhere and they have really good looking food, but I'm not sure if it's good. Maybe it's a good heksha. No, it's, it's uh, someone showing me this bottle of uh, champagne from the chief rabbi of Latvia. <laughs> you know, was such a thing, I didn't. Anyway, no. So, Latvia exists in the rabbi. Latvia. Can I drink it or not? I have no idea. Yeah, but look, it like, looks really good. And therefore, but uh, bad, bad, bad. It's so expensive. And it's expensive. And but when you get to that stage, Perhaps then you start. Rabbi, don't you think so, so then, the cases like that, then the 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 hefsera very connected or the schar very connected hefsera 
kind of the goalposts a little bit. Now, it goes another section. Maybe it's poisonous. I'm using the kind of the poisonous word. Maybe it's poisonous. Right? You can't read that for you. Maybe it's a champagne. Maybe it says cockroach killer. I don't know what. Right? If I read it aside like that, wouldn't even drink it for sure not. Oh, but maybe but it's expensive. If you read it aside, it's poisonous, you wouldn't drink it. Right? Because sometimes the editor doesn't like it. And therefore, in real terms, it's not worth taking the risk. So that's the good of emotional beyitzra. Emotional beyitzra means a person who can judge the cheshman accurately. It's not his cheshman, it's cheshman and shalala. So it's the experience to go to someone else's house and 